Hi guys, and it's Ash here from the Gullers and Blues, and welcome to another episode of the Gullers and Blues podcast, and this is the match reaction, although a little bit late, to West Ham nil, Everton won, Everton burst the bubble of the Hammers. In the game, I said we wouldn't get anything from, well, I am so glad I was absolutely wrong about that, and it was a much more professional performance, albeit a little bit worrying that we did sit back a lot of the second half, but the lads on the pitch, they got the job done. There was no decoray starting the game, the match, but I kind of figured that would absolutely happen. I would have thought that he might have went ahead with decoray from the start, but I think putting slotting Tom Davies in there, he had a good game, and the correct decision was made there. Anyway, Everton went with, obviously, Jordan Pickford in goal, with a back three then of Godfrey Mina and Michael Keane, with Coleman and Dina as the wing-backs. Then in right in the heart of midfield, as I, as I mentioned, Tom Davies came in and he partnered uh, Alan with uh, the midfield propped up then with Gilfie Sigurdsson and leading the line, of course, Cavett Loon and uh, Richarlison. And Evans started well, very a lot of pressure earlier on with a number of corners, you know, so nothing, you know, nothing for which came from them, but it was, it was the intent was there to, you know, that this was going to be a very important game and a very important win for the Blues. And although... West Ham, you know, did have most of the possession at the times. The lads were looking, you know, they looked after Lingard very well. They looked after Antonio very well. Suchek, you know, uh, Ben Rama, restricting them from creating the chances for themselves. And the first 15 minutes, everything you could say was really just about ahead of the play. Then 23 minutes, the goal came and it was an absolutely... You know, Godfrey, you know, what a, what a, we keep saying this every single podcast, what a player this guy is turning out to be. And it's like one of these where normally you'd be building teams around your 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 big midfielder, your big playmaker, your striker. It's going to be a stage where he's such a big, uh, significant part of this team. It's you know we're going to be building the team really around Ben Godfrey at this stage, but he took a little bit of run almost towards the halfway line. Saw Dominic Cavalloon making the run and an amazing true ball putting through to Cavalloon. He got goal side of Dawson and slotted into the corner for one nil and Cavalloon getting his sixteenth goal of the season. And you know the way form again was looking like it was going to run into fruition and. West Ham, they did come back at us pretty much straight away. Uh, a shot by Fornals was blocked by Dina. Minia was doing brilliantly, um, keeping an eye on Antonio, you know, more or less restricting him because uh, West Ham did get a lot of corners, but Mina was dealing well with Antonio that he couldn't get near them. We also had a free kick by Sigurdsson, uh, who put, he brought the keeper into play, but we just had to be careful when we lost the ball as West Ham were really coming back at us at pace. So, up to the half hour, Mark, we were doing pretty much okay. Tom Davies, then I thought it was the first of two incidents with the, the officials that I thought they got wrong. The first one, Tom Davies gets the ball with a sliding tackle, which the ref decided was a free kick. And when you look back at it, fair enough, there's, there's a slight follow through, but at the end of the day, he got the it wasn't a dangerous tackle and he got the ball clearly. So, 
the ref the referee gives it a free kick when it shouldn't be. And I, I didn't understand that. I was, I was really screaming at the screen when that happened. And uh, five minutes later, Rosharrison had a great chance to make a two 0 He got into the box, and it was a very tight angle to be fair. But the shot was saved well by the keeper, Davies and Coleman. Having a good game, as I said. Coleman really, yet again, telling Carlo Ancelotti that he is far from being done. I totally agree there. You wouldn't think the guy was 34 years of age. Um, he's, to me, he's looking just as good as he's really ever been. Uh, yes, maybe the bit of pace that he had is gone, but his desire and wanting to play is still there as much as ever before. Um, West Ham did have a great chance to equalise uh, before the half. Half ended. Ben Rama with a diving header, putting it just over the bar. Sigerson apart though, from that free kick, was having a very quiet half. So that took us until the half time break, and deservedly so. I think Everton were leading on the just. You know, I think they were just were slightly the the best team on the pitch at that point in time. Both managers they were very animated in the touchline, but for very different reasons. So Everton were looking to really keep that composure, but then. As the second the second half started, you could see straight away we were starting to sit back, and that bugs me. You know, it's different when you're you're four or five nil up, and you want to make changes, you want to bring on players, whatever, and you want to sit back. That's fine, but when you're only one goal to the good, that can be very very dangerous, and especially against a team that counter attacks so well like West Ham. Then the second of the wrong decisions by the referee, uh, Cresswell it was, um, he lost control of the ball and because he slipped and then he was trying to obviously get back and retrieve the ball but he stretched and Cresswell hurt himself so no Everton player was involved in this whatsoever, he obviously hurt himself in doing that but the referee decides to give a free kick and thankfully the free kick um, that came into the box was uh, immediately claimed by Jordan Pickford but again that would have been so unjust that that ended up being a uh, a goal for West Ham. I don't know where he got the idea that that was a free kick because it was completely, you know, the incident was caused by the West Ham player itself. It wasn't the tackle that led to him slipping. He slipped when he had the ball. So from that moment on, pressure was starting to build from West Ham. And we were sitting back and up popped on the screen. 72% of possession in the second half by West Ham. So that tells you all pretty much you were starting to get slightly overrun. Uh, Yerry Mina went off, unfortunately, with another injury again. And Mason Holgate came on for him. We just have to hope that it's not a long-term injury. So because of that possession, our chances were slightly drying up. Uh, because we were sitting back too much. Uh, Richarlison did go off very annoyingly he looked he wasn't happy to be coming off but Josh King came on uh, maybe 10 minutes or so to go and pretty much with an immediate effect um, he had a chance to, I think it was actually Cavaloon might have crossed the ball to him and he was right in, pretty much in front of the goal but headed it off the post so almost an uh, instant uh, reaction for Josh King uh, slightly after that then Delph came on as well for the final few minutes again we've said this before Delph offered nothing course when he came on maybe at that point he was bringing him on to shore up you know the, the defensive side of things because we were really sitting back Cavaloon also had provide, uh, became almost became provider for Seamus Coleman who had a, a chance to to get a goal but he just couldn't get enough of his foot on the ball um, to put the poke in the back of the net so again a good movement again by Seamus Coleman and a lot of people gave Cavaloon or uh, Alan man of the match um, for me, Seamus Coleman was man, was man of the match. Um, he did put balls into the box when he could. He was really trying his best to get to get forward, and obviously almost had that chance that he he almost put away. So the referee added four minutes onto the ninety, and you know we had everyone behind the ball at that point, and we were really inviting West Ham on. But everything held on for these three vital points, 
and with everything going on, going back to take on a Villa in the second game on Thursday, it's put at the our, our basically the fate of Europe is back in our own hands again. And obviously that's a uh, six p.m. kickoff on Thursday, and then after that the revised Manchester United Liverpool game comes on after that. So hopefully uh, Manchester United will help us out there because obviously if we can win that game on Thursday, um, we'll we'll go. Joint, uh, I'm not too sure it'll take us into fifth spot directly, but we'll be on joint points with West Ham. So again, it puts us into good position. With you know, we've said it before. You know, we think we should be winning against Wolves and should be winning against um, Sheffield United, but you just don't know how these games are going to go. So we have to, as the old saying goes, take it one game at a time. So this game on Thursday now very very important. Um, it looks like Jack Grealish might be back for that game and one or two other players so hopefully Yeri Mina will be fit for that game because um, I think we were doing pretty decently at defensively and I would hope that if well if he doesn't make it Michael Keane will have to start um, instead of uh, Mason Holgate in place of him um, maybe you know maybe we might have to go with a back four not a back three like we did uh, for the for this game, so that's that's it. The, the big question is then why can't we not do any performance like this at home? Now we kind of more or less be saying now, thank God we're going to Villa Park on Thursday because obviously our way form is where we want to be. You kind of wish the rest of the games of the season were all at um, the away grounds. But the most important thing, guys, is that we got the three points in this game. I, as I said, I put my hand up now. I'm going to slip, slip it up there off screen and say I am so glad that I was wrong. I really did not think we were going to get anything from this game. And I have to say, although not the best game of football in the world, Everton went to uh, the Olympic Stadium and did the job they were supposed to do and that's all we can really ask for yes maybe we could have had a couple more goals to make it a bit more sure and secure but no the three points is what's what matters and bring on Aston Villa on Thursday anyway guys thanks for listening to the Goals and Blues podcast spread the word hope you enjoyed and I'll talk to you on uh, I'll be back with a quick preview for the Villa game take care and stay blue